0: In this episode of the Cube Command Podcast, we're going to be reviewing the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. So beware, because we're going to be spoiling this movie rotten. Welcome, welcome to the Cube Command Podcast. My name is Tommy Savoia. And I'm Nick. And this is the podcast where you can chill with me and Nick as we talk about the news, reviews, and other things in the gaming, pop culture, and movie industry. The Cube Command Podcast is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Listen to the Cube Command Podcast and other great shows by going to www.techpodcast.com. So, as of this recording, it has been one week since the Sonic the Hedgehog movie has released in theaters, and we saw it on day three.
1: The 16th.
0: 16th. We didn't want to go on on, uh, release day because that's just too crowded, but uh, we did want to pick a day, you know, where we were uh, comfortable and got all our stuff situated so we could just sit down and watch Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: Wasn't too bad it was in the mornings when we went to go see it.
0: Yeah, we had a, um, it's like noon or two o'clock or something like that. <laughs> this, this movie has had quite the roller coaster. I'm sure we're not the first people to say that. Every review starts off with Sonic the Hedgehog has had a rocky past, be it they're talking about the game or the movie. But, you know, it's true. It's true. The movie didn't have very, let's say, warm reception when it first came out, Yeah, the trailer first came out.
1: The huge design. Yeah. Oh, man. That manhog rat man.
0: <laughs> Thankfully, they went ahead and delayed the movie by three to four months, and they completely redesigned Sonic. And as a result, reception to the movie turned. It made a huge one eighty, turned around full circle. Not full circle, half a circle. Yeah, <laughs> full circle would be people hating it. <laughs> and then they were promoting the heck out of this movie. Just everywhere you saw posters and trailers and TV spots and clips, you name it, it was everywhere an escape promo for this movie. Especially if you're like us and you follow a lot of gaming and sonic social media stuff.
1: Which is a lot. Yeah, it's
0: it's a lot. So yeah, we saw the movie. And I gotta say I enjoyed
1: it thoroughly. I did too. I did enjoy it. I had to think about it. <laughs> I had to think about throughout the whole entire scenario of it. It was actually really decent to go see. Would I go see it again for the second time? I actually would. Oh yeah, definitely. Third time? No. it's not every day you hear that i mean this man saw endgame
0: twice in the the theater twice in the theaters that's um it's three six hours
1: almost seven hours i lost those hours guys (laughs) i'm not getting them back
0: (laughs) i don't know where they are no but i mean i don't usually go see movies twice in the theaters but after seeing this one i'd be okay with it especially to see all the little stuff that i might have missed first off it's not a big investment to see it's only an hour and what
1: forty minutes? I think so. Yeah, close, about close to two hours, about a,
0: a hundred minutes. That's a pretty much average for a theatrical film. I don't. If it was like a three hour epic, I don't know if I could stand it, just because I have trouble sitting through the entirety of those movies anyway. But uh, the movie was very, very enjoyable. There was it was very fun. I think that was the that's the best way to describe it. Is
1: it's not deep, um, but it's fun yeah not too bad in the beginning yeah. it does it does take you know a route of slight depression <laughs> It's a little bit then the most movies will start off
0: sonic it like they, it makes you feel bad for the little guy it's like i I was watching I was sitting in the theater, and when uh his his owl mom or whoever it is gets like shot with arrows and he's like left there all by himself, I'm like, this movie just made me feel bad for Sonic the Hedgehog, honestly. I mean, I did not expect that to be my
1: first emotions going into this film. But the people who shot her, I don't mean, well, that, know. That, see, I kind of got happy with that, but hear me out. Well, <laughs> hold it, on a second. It, it was the echidnas. <laughs> we got a glance at them. It was it was interesting. I was like, oh, wow, what tribe hit, hit her? And then they showed a bunch of Knuckles, Knuckles tribe.
0: Yeah, it wasn't like an alien attack. It was like an established thing in the Sonic lore. That's cool.
1: Which is interesting, which I didn't realize there are. You know their lore. I don't know actually what it is compared to the comics, but it looks like they were like treasure hunters.
0: Um, I think in in Sonic Adventure they were just a regular, you know, hunter gatherer tribe that uh that just kind of hung around and did their kidna stuff, and then they saw you know chaos and the chow and they're like, oh, we want power.
1: Yeah, I thought they were like peaceful at first. On oh, this one, oh, no, this movie, like... they made them aggressive. <laughs>
0: oh, they, they they've always been kind of dirtbags, in my opinion cuz like they're always like out to kill whatever Dang. threatens them. But uh in in the movie uh they're out to get Sonic's power. Um and they established early on that Sonic's speed is <laughs> speed huge, force. Yes, yeah, speed force. Essentially <laughs> it is kind of the speed force. They had he has a lightning thing going yeah. on.
1: Um I mean there's Flash references.
0: Yeah, he was reading the Flash <laughs> comic book. That was cool. Uh but they draw a lot of attention to his speed. I mean they're, they're making a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And if you're making a movie based on a character like that, obviously people know him as the guy who goes fast, right?
1: The Blue Blur. Yeah, the Blue Blur. Which I'm surprised they didn't actually use that quote.
0: They, they did, actually.
1: other they called him the, what was it, the Blue Demon or something like that.
0: There was a line where Sonic was happy after they got out of the bar fight. He was like, we're the Donut Lord and
1: the Blue Blur. Something like that. Oh, man, I didn't even catch that part. Yeah, he, he talks fast. The Donut Lord is nice, though that's a nice meme though
0: the the, sonic's whole interaction was thomas hilarious because tom is like supposed to protect him from people that want to take his power Um, which i thought was a nice twist like they gave a reason for the human character to be there
1: yeah i was surprised how um they actually made tom actually useful in the movie because i mean only thing sonic needed was just directions to go find out where his bags of rings went I honestly, in a sense, I felt like Tom was holding him back at the same time during certain situations. But other than that, I mean, it was fine. Tom is supposed to be like the relatable part to the
0: audience because the audience needs someone to see the eyes, see the movie through the eyes. That doesn't make any sense. The, people need someone who they can see through their eyes to the movie that their eyes are seeing.
1: You want to say that four more times? <laughs> no, I don't know
0: how to <laughs> phrase it, but... I, the audience needs someone to connect to, and they can't yeah. connect to Sonic because Sonic is characterized as a very quippy, um, pop-culture-y. Um, I saw someone describe him as Deadpool-ish.
1: I wouldn't take it that far.
0: No, I mean, there's a quite a bit of fourth wall breaks uh. in the movie.
1: Sonic's a very
0: energetic character. That's the yeah. most I can describe it. Energetic.
1: This Sonic is very different from what we know as Sonic. As far as looks, I mean, yeah, we can get through that. But it's like his personality, because we know Sonic as more like a fighter. From reading a little bit through the comics, watching the shows, this Sonic, he's he's young. Maybe he's like in his teens again. And he, he doesn't really know how to fight. Like, you know, yeah. fight, fight, fight. Which I got from the first fight of uh, with Robotnik. He didn't really know how to use his powers until later on.
0: I think it's effectively an origin story for Sonic, which is something we haven't really gotten in mainstream. And what what you mentioned is something that people, particularly adventure and modern fans, have a problem with with the movie is that Sonic doesn't, he doesn't feel like the carefree, confident um, powerhouse. But in its defense, I actually really like what how they characterize Sonic because they pulled almost all of the references and source material are pulled from the first one or two games of sonic mm-hmm. and let's let's take a step back and remember what the perspective on sonic was back then back then there was no colony arc colony there was no shadow the hedgehog there was no werehog no boost there was no there wasn't even uh metal sonic and amy and all these other characters. Just Sonic and Eggman. And if you think back then, classic Sonic was characterized as a very in-your-face, energetic, a little bit annoying, actually. he was supposed to be radical and eye-catching. And most of all, he was, he had that energy about him. And I think this Sonic perfectly encapsulates what the original pitch for the character was. Think about it, this is, they're trying to Pidge to the mainstream public, not just Sonic fans. And when people think of Sonic the Hedgehog, most of them, their mind usually goes to the first game or Sonic 2, the, the Genesis games. And so this Sonic is hearkening back to what people, what the, the most mainstream version of Sonic was, the one that got him popular. Mm-hmm. So, and when you think of, like, the old Sega Genesis ads where Sonic's, like, blowing a raspberry at people and tapping his foot and looking all spunky and stuff, that's the Sonic that they're basing this off of. And I think it makes perfect sense if it's, you think about yeah. it.
1: Especially if you watch the old Sonic TV shows. that's that exactly yeah. how he was? Exactly. Back when he did Sonic Says. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm kind of upset they didn't do that in the movie. That would have been nice. Sonic what, Says.
1: A little cockiness. Yeah, that's the thing. And then, I mean... And if you're, like, a little bit older, then you understood how he matured throughout over the years, which they introduced in X. Oh, yeah. Which sets that's, that's more of a modern him. He's grown up, and then later on, we're getting to him in his more adult area. But, yeah, we're looking at him as where he's in his pre-teens right now, supposedly.
0: Yeah, this is a Sonic that hasn't met Eggman, yeah. hasn't been in any fights. So the character is very much kind of vanilla.
1: No, yeah, he's not a freedom fighter yet.
0: No. There's so many different versions of Sonic to pull from that you it's guaranteed you're not going to satisfy everyone nah. with this movie. But what they tried to do was try to capture the biggest audience as possible while still trying to please the longtime fans. Okay, so let, let's, let's go ahead and talk about these characters then. Since we already started talking about Sonic, he's not the only part of this movie. He is the other third of the main cast. Yep. The other two being the cop, Tom Wachowski and uh, Dr. Eggman, or Dr.
1: Robotnik. <laughs> Jim Carrey. He wasn't bad. For some reason, it actually fit him for that movie. As like, far as his performance went, yeah. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, when you think of Eggman, we think about, you know, that hump of egg-shaped fatty <laughs> that we know and love. But then this Jim, and then, I mean, surprisingly, his craziness fit the part. I mean, I, I don't think we can expect
0: a one-for-one yeah. physical recreation of Eggman because yeah. he's like 8 feet tall and he's like like an egg you can't you can't do that and make it believable I'm sorry
1: because I think <laughs> others were thinking maybe um like a more cunning more like kind of intellect Eggman similar to how X was the like
0: a, um more dastardly yeah well I mean this, this Eggman's pretty evil I mean he oh yeah he's so, still... he's an absolute jerk to his uh Poor Agent Stone. Agent Stone, yeah, his sidekick. Poor him. <laughs> I, I'm wondering, they they put him in the movie to bounce off Robotnik, and I'm glad they didn't, like, make the character too out there. And he they just As made him, sentence. like, yeah. Duh. He just yeah. helps him
1: out. He tries to, like, make it easier on us for it to understand, you know, from Robotnik's intelligence that he, you know, loves to throw out at us, say how <laughs> smart he is.
0: He's a good wall to bounce his crazy ramblings off of. And I, I think uh, they, they did a good job with their dynamic. Robotnik was very... He had the same kind of energy Sonic had, but like in the opposite direction, if that makes any sense. Pretty much. I, I When I think about it, I'm like, I don't think anyone else, except for maybe Danny DeVito. There's no one else I could think of that could bring that zaniness and energy to Eggman than Jim Carrey there's just there's no one else it's got to be Jim Carrey
1: I think someone from outside of Hollywood I feel like there is someone
0: maybe that that's got it you now, like they usually
1: surgeon. use they just use like you know famous people that we already know yeah but there's definitely got to be someone else who could probably be on that same level someone we who don't has not that yet name. though but that's a, that's the beauty of it
0: the thing is you have to be a very physical actor to do Eggman because even in the games in the old cartoons, Eggman was very like wave his arms around and uh, smack his robots and uh, just all around, just like he's very animated. And
1: for his own good,
0: yeah. And Jim Carrey feels like he feels like a character out of like Roger Rabbit that came to life, like Judge Doom or something. Yeah, Judge. That's what he reminded me of. Judge Doom. I've been trying to think of that one character. He always Robotnik. Uh, carries Robotnik reminds me of.
1: It's just crazy how you can see his acting throughout the years. Like, I mean, he went from the Grinch who was just mildly, you know, just... Mild? In a sense. I wouldn't go so far as crazy like Robotnik, but oh. like... Unhinged. That'd be a pretty good word for him. And then versus Robotnik's character. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Robotnik had a whole robotic army on it at his disposal. If you're If you're talking about how crazy they can get I think Eggman just kind of... There's a lot of unexplored territory there with Eggman. Make sure you have his latte. He loves the way he makes them. (laughs) (laughs) And the voice... I I like the voice... Like, as Jim Carrey's Eggman goes on, you can see he gets crazier and crazier throughout the movie. Yeah. Until, like, they're roasting him in his, like, egg jumpsuit, whatever he says. He's like, what are you wearing? It's a jumpsuit. It's aerodynamic. (laughs) It's aerodynamic. (laughs) And then by the end, he's like... He's full out Eggman.
1: Yeah. I believe this that is craziness now. came out at the very end when he, as soon as he got the hint of Sonic's power and his, well, what ship was it? Should we just call it his egg carrier? <laughs> care, carry, carry, get out of here. yeah, <laughs> was like, he, as soon as he got introduced with Sonic's power, he just flat out just became it. even more sinister a little bit. Like he, he really didn't care what he was blowing up. He just wanted Sonic which fits it perfectly.
0: Honestly, yeah, he he's supposed to hate Sonic. He hates the hedgehog. Which is another line I thought they were going to play see in the movie. But uh, by the end um like he his voice actually sounds like him. You know th- in the after credit scene when he's he's shaving his head and he has his agent stone replacement, which is a literal stone. Ironic, isn't it? <laughs> He's, he makes some joke, so like, rock connaissance. Like, go get some rock connaissance. And he throws the, the, the head. He says he says to the mushrooms, what are you talking about? Or, where's your sense of humor? That was hilarious.
1: Yeah, he loses his whole
0: sanity later. Yeah, but because... he sounds exactly like Mike Pollock. <laughs> like, if you listen to it, it's like, he says, that was hilarious. But you can hear, like, the gargle. Like, I don't know, it's not like a gargle, but like the gruffness. Of mm-hmm. like modern Eggman that we've known for the past like twelve years.
1: That's the same voice. It feels like it. I gotta watch it again. Cause I didn't like I watch it with Tommy, but I didn't feel that same like heaviness in his voice from that. I was just watching it. But oh, yeah. I didn't truly hear it like he did.
0: Well it's it, it, it's something it's, you gotta catch. Yeah, it's like at the very end that you gotta catch. So Robotnik and Sonic are the craziest parts of this movie, but then you get to the the human characters to kind of offset that.
1: Donut Lord, Donut Lord. Let's talk about Tom. I I don't <laughs> know. He's a, he's a very generic character. If we're being honest, I mean, you know, he's he's a cop who. Well, I won't say a cop. Maybe he's more of a sheriff. I'll say that. I think he's more of a sheriff in that town. The Small belt? town called Green Hill. Huh. Look what they did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Wait>.
1: And it's. <laughs> His whole story is basically he wants to leave that town to uh, look at something higher up in the huge cities. I guess he wants more action to do. Yeah. And apparently there's like a family name of him. You know, his family name is always Cops. Yeah. Is what it sounded like. And he was going to break the cycle. Come to find out he loved Green Hill and now he's staying. Tom
0: is characterized a lot different than I thought he was going to be. I thought he was going to be like completely deadpan to everything that's going on. Literally, to be the kind of party pooper. Yeah, the party pooper. Because, I mean, we've seen like live action CGI hybrid movies like Smurfs and Chipmunks and whatever. That the Gosh. human characters are always like the brick walls that kind of halt any energy that's that, going to happen. That's
1: exactly how Detective Pikachu went.
0: Exactly. Yeah, Tim. I dude kept telling Pikachu no. I know. I I, I like mm. the actor. I think he's a good actor. The script though. The script and the directing messed him up. He showed no emotion throughout that movie except a little bit at the end. But in this movie, Tom feels like a more natural fit to Sonic's world than Tim felt in the literal human world. Yeah. Because he's like, he's witty. He throws insults. He bounces off Sonic really well.
1: He's got that same snotty attitude like him a little bit. Yeah, exactly. It's very brief. It's not as much as Sonic's though. but he can throw it out there every now and then
0: he's he he uses a lot of sarcastic humor sonic is more like references and spunkiness while tom is like he he says he'll say some things under his breath and whatever it's it's kind of refreshing to to kind of see that dynamic with eggman or sonic Mm -hmm. because there's a whole part where he's like literally fighting eggman um and that's not something i'd expect to see either (laughs)
1: He literally decked Eggman in the face. Yeah, he did. And he, he paid for Kinda it. Kind of nice for some reason.
0: <laughs> Eggman doesn't get punched a lot. I
1: know, that's the thing. You never see him get punched. You always see him getting blown up, but never punched.
0: Hear that, Sega? You got a request from q It's Command.
1: different. Punch Eggman. Like Sonic punching. Do we see that all the time? Um, Smash he, Bros. doesn't count.
0: He punched Zavok in uh, Forces.
1: Really? Yeah. Huh, I gotta watch that.
0: I, I mean... Its forces.
1: I mean, Sonic punching something. I mean, <laughs> that's interesting. He's always spin dashing.
0: That's true. Um, which that's also something he did in this movie. I know. Um,
1: it's like Shadow. Shadow punches people actually, which is funny.
0: I mean, Tom's a cop. Of course, he's gonna be punching people.
1: To be actually, a cop, he never had a gun.
0: Oh yeah, no, no, he had a tranquilizer, but that it was doesn't his wife's count. It was, it wasn't even his. It he was shot his Sonic
1: in the leg. They, they... Who could have avoided <laughs> yeah. that?
0: Yeah, that's what actually what like starts the conflict in the movie is uh, when he shot Sonic in the leg
1: and he put him in a dog cage, he did. but Sonic just got out like normally.
0: Those the theater laughed when they see Sonic like Tom's freaking out and then Sonic's walking out of the cage like, oh, what's like, what
1: <laughs> you know, what's cool, though. What? Well, I don't really think it's cool, but it's it's nice how we saw how Sonic actually got his red shoes. That was cool. Is yeah. it's not what I expected how he got his shoes. Like I felt like he just saw them, like in a window and he's like, Oh, I like these. Let me grab those. But instead it was like some random girl that he found out. He's like, Oh, you look like you need some new shoes. Let me give these to you. I think that was Tom's niece. Soon to be niece.
0: Soon No, he was actually married. Oh yeah, the they were
1: yeah, they were engaged. Okay, yeah. His yeah. niece.
0: No, actually they're they're married. Oh. Yeah. Well. They they never really they didn't say it like a lot in the movie, but I think it implied
1: I didn't see a ring on that finger.
0: You know hey. what? Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right.
1: <laughs> I, do, I don't know. Maybe. Um, It was okay way for him to get his shoes, but I feel like they could have did something better with that.
0: Well, it would be weird if it was part of his origin story because when he leaves his world, it, there's a time skip of 10 years. Yeah. So... He wouldn't be able to have the same shoes.
1: Oh no, I know that he wouldn't have had them in his uh, other world. I'm talking about the new world. Oh, okay. Like a better way for him to find it.
0: Oh, what would you have uh, suggested?
1: Like him running throughout, and then he sees like a shoe shop while he's still in was it San Francisco? Yeah. And he just sees them. He's like, "Wow, these look pretty nice. I'm gonna take them." Yep. And then like literally see a blur of uh, the mannequin like shoeless. Oh, well, he's not gonna steal it. How do you think he got all the other stuff? I mean. I don't know. Maybe in found... his hedgehog cave. Well, I mean, think he this, still does?
0: this version of Sonic actually isn't a jerk.
1: No, 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 he's like, not.
0: He's a pretty nice guy. Like but
1: if he needs it, he will take it. Yeah, that's true. Because oh, his shoes were survival. like worn down. He taped them up for Pete's sake.
0: Yeah, it's like in all the the promo stuff. You you see him in his red shoes, and then for like half the movie, he's wearing those like gray and green ones. That's what
1: I'm saying. Like I didn't really notice that till later. Like in the movie, you don't uh, you don't really see it. I mean, you kind of did, but it didn't hit you. Like oh. I think Where's I, I, I
0: kind of like it because it it shows that Sonic's like a part of the world and there's like he's he's changing you know he's changing throughout the movie he's not just one static CG character he feels like a part of the world mm-hmm. that he's in I I, I kind of like the detail but I I, I agree they they could have put like made it more of his choice instead of someone just gives it because it seems very convenient that they they have his iconic shoes yeah that Which are like, just nice.
1: Like, well, whose shoes were they? They even came with <laughs> socks, too. I'm just so confused. They're not They're not Tom's because he doesn't live there. I know, but it's like you look at his shoes, like, it's on his feet are kind of big. Yeah, it's... And I'm like, who are they? The mothers that they
0: tied up? Was it her shoes? <laughs> I, I don't think so. I don't think she's... Those are like... They look like track shoes.
1: To be honest. I don't
0: know. Um, actually, hold on. Uh, Tom's sister-in-law's actually she's
1: one crazy. of the funniest
0: characters in the movie she's crazy <laughs> She's crazy yeah she hates him for, for unexplained
1: reasons like as soon as she saw him on the news she was like i'm calling the cops i'm calling cia <laughs> i'm calling the navy <laughs> so it's just like jeez they tied her up and she had to go to the bathroom too so you know it's cruel time skip for like a few hours did she actually go to the bathroom that's cruel and unusual and they took her car Like, they probably just
0: robbed her. (laughs) They robbed her and she didn't have a say about it. And her daughter is, like, so happy about her. Her daughter daughter doesn't care.
1: Like, is it really her daughter? Is it not, like, Tom's in, what's-her-name's daughter? Because that's what it seems more like to me. No, Tom doesn't have a kid. Not yet. Well, he does at the end of the movie, essentially. Yeah, the dog.
0: Yeah, you're right. (laughs) I forgot the dog was in the movie.
1: I enjoyed it. They actually showed Sonic's speed in a really good way. Pace of the movie was good. Yeah, they didn't lolly-dally too much. It it was very tightly paced. I'll say that much.
0: They didn't weigh themselves down with a having to reference everything from the Sonic games. So they they had
1: time to tell their own story, mm-hmm. and I like that. It was just kind of interesting how Sonic's low key a stalker. <laughs> well, he's
0: a lonely stalker. Okay, doesn't that, make that doesn't better. make it, <laughs> it, doesn't, it better. That doesn't make it better.
1: But he was. Yeah, he he was hiding, but at the same time, it's like I'm pretty sure those peoples would have accepted him. I mean, accepted him at the end of the, end of the movie. So now I'm pretty sure he can like go out, as he pleases, well, without hiding from anybody. Now
0: he had that crazy, crazy Joe.
1: What was it? Oh, crazy Joe just wanted to prove them wrong. He seemed he seemed fine at the end of the movie. He was like, I told you guys,
0: I told you the Blue Devil. <laughs> he had a chainsaw in
1: was was the final he, battle he was like what you guys never seen a blue hedgehog fight a robot guy before come <laughs> on you guys are crazy <laughs> I was just like really <laughs> you calling them crazy Yeah, it's yeah. like the cop was like put, put the chainsaw down <laughs> <laughs> Yo, know, Wade Wade the
0: cop he was he's like dumb as a bag of rocks he didn't know Poor what guy. he was doing I, I didn't expect to like the human characters as much as I did they put so much effort into writing these characters
1: yeah some of them were pretty good
0: and I think that's what makes the movie pretty solid in my opinion is the fact that not only did they develop Sonic and Robotnik, but they like they made sure the rest of their world has pretty good depth too. I like it.
1: What was your favorite part in the movie?
0: Oh, you can ask that question. Yep. Uh,
1: we're going to ask that.
0: My favorite part of the movie. I
1: You can pick two if you want.
0: Okay, two. You can pick two. All right. I kind of like the beginning. Okay. The the part where we're meeting, we're, we're finding out what Sonic does in his free time after arriving at Earth. Okay. Starting when he's uh, messing with Tom in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Just the, introdu- the speedometer? Yeah, the speedometer where he's, he's trying to beat his high score. He's like, yeah. And you see him through the back window and he's like, yeah, I got 200 it.
1: 200 <laughs> was kind of slow, if I'm being honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, he hit 300 though.
1: That's I- kind of slow too.
0: I thought it was such a cool moment that it's I thought
1: like, he was going to hit like infinite, like oh, yo, no. why is my speedometer broken? He, what is this number? He
0: wasn't at that point yet in the movie, but I I thought it was a I thought it was a a cool moment because they showed uh, the character having fun mm-hmm. and just kind of living his life, and and the same when he's playing the baseball game because I think that's a very emotion. I like the I like the emotional impact it had because in the symbolism where they had the, the kid with the glove getting high fives and then he looks at his own hand that has a glove and he connects to and he's like why can't i do that i like i didn't expect to feel emotions while watching the sonic movie (laughs) it's just not something i expected
1: sonic lonely
0: yeah and then it ties into the end scene which is my other favorite part where he's fighting robotnik Mm -hmm. which i'm sure
1: you enjoyed as well i did too what was your favorite scene um mine was literally with the the turtle I enjoyed that where he like he's like oh you haven't went fast before little buddy he just takes him on a a huge run literally lets him go going at like <laughs> so three hundred miles per hour and he picks him back up and at the end turtle's just shaking in terror <laughs> and then uh, the same for me for the fighting scene it was actually pretty because it showed like how fast Sonic can actually go and he was just so surprised that someone can go his speed so he was going as fast as he's he could. And then later on, at the very final part, he was actually able to enhance his powers I like through that the they, power of friendship.
0: <laughs> I like that they made that like, Robotnik could keep up with Sonic. and But I, I don't really get the whole thing about him sucking his powers back. Yeah, his I don't, quill. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get that, where he's like, you have something that belongs to me.
1: Like, if that's the case, then literally anyone can have his powers. Well, no. Because like, if he sheds his quills... That's what it seems like because that's how Tom found his quill was literally just in a grass. Yeah, but. So I'm just like. So anybody smart enough can literally just use this, this one little quill. I see where you're coming
0: from, but Which I think the movie explains that twice. Um, one is that they say that robotics are really the only person on the planet capable of technology like that. And two, where he literally grabs his power back at the end.
1: I'm confused with that, though, because he still had the quill with him when he went to the Mushroom World, and it still had power.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that just defeats everything I just said. I I don't know. (laughs) I I had a whole response prepared.
1: Yeah, I did see that because he literally clenched up his fist and sucked it back, but when he went to the Mushroom World, there was still power in it.
0: Well, maybe he negated it or something. Maybe he negated it at that point in time, but then it recharged or something.
1: Cause that literally thinks of like My Hero Academia. Freaking all my, you you eat his hair and he becomes. <laughs> that's literally what I'm thinking now.
0: <laughs> Yo, Eggman better not swallow that hair. I'm I mean, serious. he if I see it.
1: that? Oh, he did. Yeah, oh, he job. got zapped. That would've been nice. So what, we're it, saying
0: Robotnik's Deku now.
1: That would've been great if that's how he lost his hair. What? He li- he licked the quill and he got electrocuted and his hair fell out. Uh, it went. Pff. Yeah. You know what?
0: Why did he shave his hair at the end?
1: either it was like really hot and he shaved it which that's pretty, you know, basic. He's over dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> He's over dramatic. That fight
0: scene, that final fight scene? Mm-hmm. Um I guess we can talk about the effects cuz uh, I thought the effects were pretty solid, you know. Uh, they they had extra time to work on it. The spin dash effects looked great. I actually I I liked the lightning concept for
1: sonic speed. Yeah.
0: They okay. actually
1: showed him in a ball like just not spin-dashing, but just in a ball, which was interesting. Curled up. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, wow, so that's how he does it.
0: Yeah, I thought that was weird. It was like, he you could see his eyes still.
1: Yeah, because I'm like, so he like literally clinches up together, and his hair just wraps around.
0: Because if we're going by game logic, I just always assumed he spun so fast that we didn't see his shoes, and we just saw, like, the top of his head spinning yeah. around. I didn't actually think he could just curl into a ball and
1: sit there. No. I mean, he is a hedgehog they made it work which they they do that do they now (laughs) huh go figure
0: (laughs) yeah I mean that was an interesting part the actual concept of sonic speed I'm glad that they made it an actual plot point for the film and like the main fulcrum of the plot I actually feel like if they didn't make sonic speed crucial to the plot I would have had a harder time believing it as a mainstream movie
1: yeah I would be mad if someone's able to keep up with them in a car Yeah. I would be mad. I'd be like, are you serious?
0: Or if they just made a generic story that just happened to have Sonic in it. Like, you can't have. What I like about this movie is that you can't replace any characters and still have it work. Like, it has to be Sonic Mm -hmm. that's in that part, in the centerpiece in the the movie. And I like that. It's good. That's what the Sonic movie should be. And it's something I hope they expand on in the sequel. Nah, we're not having (laughs) a sequel. Yeah, yeah, they're just going to throw that last scene with Tails in there as, like, <laughs> just to mess with us. That would be hilarious. I
1: mean, that's what they did in freaking previous Spider-Man movies.
0: Okay, here's the difference. Sonic movie is making, it's already made, like, what, $60 million? It's about to make its budget back real quick. And then uh, it's going to be make making even more in the coming months. This this we're getting a sequel and they they already nah, said no nah, it's not confirmed yeah you're right it's not like they explicitly <laughs> joking, said guys. yeah they,
1: I mean they already said it <laughs> they already said they it. already well you even said that they already have a whole list apparently if everything goes well
0: apparently quoted from the the co-writers or the writers of the movie apparently they said that they actually wanted to put more of Sonic's world in the movie but opted not to because of their budget and they couldn't afford all the CG. But now, if they if they get a bigger budget from future sequels, mm-hmm. they can go
1: all out with what they want to do. Which, I'm cool with that. Yeah. All right. How about the last part? How about we talk about the v- very ending? Wow. Well, what is After the After credits. Ending? What is our the Our boy, ending? Tails. Miles. Frower.
0: All right. Let's get the elephant out of the room now. Yes, Tails probably had an original design. And yes, it would have been terrifying. Oh, all gosh. Right. So it probably
1: would have been worse. It would have been actual Fox.
0: It he would have had like a nasty fox snout or something.
1: Pretty much, <laughs> it would have been so bad. And he was a meow. He would have. He said, so "Would have said bark, bark." Yeah, probably. But no, oh, his his design looks really good. I like it. I do. I he looks, looks he, good. He looks like Tails. I
0: hope he looked like him. Maybe I just haven't looked at Tails in a long time. But his his forehead seemed really big. But I maybe I think it's always big. I know. I know. I'm just saying I don't really like think of tails design all that much, but they, they, they made it work.
1: Yeah. They actually kept the, what well, you said it was the original voice actor. Yeah. Uh, from, um, from the games.
0: Uh, Colleen um, starts with the, her last name starts with a V. I can't place it now, but she was the voice actress for tails in, I want to say lost world through boom. Cause they switch around tails, voice actor and actress like a lot. But she's, she's the current one that's going mm-hmm. on right now since Boom and Forces and anything that came before that. They brought her back. And I don't actually, I don't, who knows if she'll be recast with the sequel. They might have just used her as like a stand-in. That'd
1: be messed up. It would But be they usually up, do that anyways.
0: They do. And they recast him probably with a celebrity next, yeah. next movie.
1: I mean, he had a pretty good intro. It was really he nice. He literally came through the Rings teleporter. He had his device just like from Unleash. That was cool. And then so so it's like it shows that he's he still retained like his intelligence. So he's like still really smart at his age. I think he's what four years younger than Sonic. He's nine. Or he's eight. So it should be uh, seven. Seven Seven years years younger. younger. Yeah. So okay, so I'm guessing Sonic might be fifteen in this one. We're gonna say that. But yeah, so it is it's pretty cool because it shows like as soon as he leaped to go find Sonic, it showed him like how fast he can actually be. Which is surprising. I was like, geez. I knew he kept up with Sonic, but wow. <laughs> he can actually go as fast as him a little bit. That's
0: something Tia mentioned. was, um, She said it makes sense as that t- for that to be his introduction. That he's trying to find Sonic. Because mm-hmm. that's always been how he met Sonic. Was that he followed him.
1: We don't know why he's following him in this movie. That's the thing. It's going to be something that so... leads toward whatever happened to the Owl Lady.
0: I- I saw I'm pretty sure it's going to be a
1: recap of that. Cause that's, that's pretty... Cheesy of how we don't see what happened at the very end. That whole clan was chasing her. Well, because the, they could just captured her. I don't think they killed her.
0: The time skip is longer than Tails has been alive, so we can assume that she's alive if she's the one that sent Tails. Mm-hmm. If, uh, but I, I I I really think this is going to lead to them doing more stuff in Sonic's world that looked so beautifully animated.
1: Yeah, yeah Green Hill looked really good. Mushroom Dude. Hill looked Mushroom Hill. <laughs> So, we I'm, might, who knows, we might see Chemical Plant Zone. Because the next part is might. supposed to be Sonic 2 reference, technically, right?
0: I think they're going to, I think what I'm predicting is that they're going to make 2 and 3 one movie. Yeah. Because, obviously, Eggman has to meet Knuckles. Yeah, He's Knuckles, Knuckles is has to
1: play a part. Because we're thinking, like, for us, we're thinking Knuckles might be at Mushroom Hill. Yeah. And Eggman saw him, and now they're coming up with this scheme, you know, to get to Sonic. Yeah. Typical the Eggman tricking Knuckles.
0: I can I can see that being the the premise for Sonic
1: the Hedgehog 2, the movie. Yeah. So I like it. Eggman, Knuckles versus Sonic and Tails. Interesting.
0: But then you'd have to explain the human characters. Because yeah. the human character is such a vital part of the first movie. Yeah. And at, at the end, Sonic is living with them. Yeah. Tom is going to to play a part. They literally adopted him at the end. Yeah. But, you know, I can see I can see the, the arc of the second movie ending with maybe them having to let go of Sonic. Maybe Sonic, because Sonic's arc in this movie is that he has to learn to not run away and mm-hmm. to fight for the people he cares about and whatever. I can see maybe the arc of the second one being him learning to be on his own and be more the independent leader we see in the later games. Yeah.
1: They're going to have to let him go. But I'm just saying, like, it's not like Sonic can't come back. No. They know he has rings. He just won't be living with you guys anymore. And okay. uh, I guess just
0: a last remark, um, the soundtrack I think was really good. If if I had anything negative to say about the movie, it's that I think the soundtrack is a little generic.
1: Um, yeah, it wasn't like the upbeats that we're used to, like Crush 40. Yeah. I mean, I can understand why they probably couldn't do it. But I mean, they still um, use the soundtrack from uh, Mania, which you told cool. me about. Yeah. They
0: used uh, Friends from Hyper Potions.
1: Cause that was pretty much the only one I could recognize. I was like, oh, well, no, I take the bag and Green Hill. Yeah, those only two soundtracks I recognized.
0: They used the Green Hill jingle a couple times, and that's neat. Um, I would have liked a little more references, but well, well, okay, there was one reference where Eggman has a playlist called Crush Forty in his computer. Oh yeah, I saw that. But um, it, we didn't actually get to hear those the music, sleaze balls. <laughs> <laughs> what we got from the Sonic the Hedgehog movie from Paramount was a pretty solid fun family movie with enough action and jokes and references to please longtime Sonic fans while also being a pretty lighthearted adventure I would recommend it to a Sonic fan if you're not a Sonic fan I would still say give it a fair shake there's no guarantee I'm not going to guarantee you'll like it but I think you'll you'll at least find something to enjoy out of it Mm -hmm. it's not like a everyone's gonna
1: love it yeah if that's the case I'd rather you guys just watch the shows yeah to get to get into him
0: I hope that we get a better future for Sonic projects. The movie shows that Sonic is still in the public eye and he's still mainstream and he's still got potential.
1: Oh, this definitely put him back on top for a little bit.
0: Now, the only question is, will he stay on top?
1: I don't know. That Mario movie's coming out, what, next year?
0: No, I think i will be fine.
1: I think that Mario movie's going to be pretty good. I like Sonic more. I'm just saying, but I'm saying the movie, Mario's movie might be pretty good, too.
0: Yeah, Nintendo's got an iron grip on that, so they're going to make
1: sure it's going to be faithful. But yeah, the,
0: the Sonic the Hedgehog movie is still out in the theaters, and uh, we had a good time with it. But uh, yeah, so that was our review of the Sonic movie. You can listen to our podcast on any podcast app, like Spotify, iTunes, or uh, Google Podcasts. Or you can visit our website, uh, www.cubecommand.com, to find our latest Uh, postings and you can also follow us on twitch that's twitch.tv slash cube command watch us play games and you can also find us on the tech podcast network because we are a proud member of the tech podcast network just go to www.techpodcast.com to find our show and many other tech shows alike all right my name is thomas avoy and i'm nick i want to thank you all for listening and we will catch you next time Nick, have you ever heard of blueberry?
1: Blueberry, what's that?
0: Well, it's only one of the most respected media hosting sites out there with a customizable audio player, media validation, and unlimited downloads.
1: Wow, does it have free technical support? Yes. Is it optimized to work with WordPress for easy blog posts? Yes. Does it require third-party sites to access? No. Is it spelled with a B and an L and a U and a B-R-R-Y? Yes. With affordable hosting packages and detailed statistics, Blueberry must be the best podcast hosting service for me
0: yeah well wait a second how'd you know that i I didn't say that i don't know what are you what are you talking about use our promo code cube command to get your first month of hosting free thank you for listening